0: and welcome to Victorious Living Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Nakia Young, and today we are going to talk about the subject, I Belong Here. Goodbye, imposter syndrome. So let's get into it, y'all. Okay, imposter syndrome is something that is being talked about. It's almost sort of a buzzword lately. A lot of mental health issues that were under the surface, safely hidden, have been bubbling up to the surface for people because we've had a lot of time to be in the house and reflect. (laughs) And I believe that that's why we're seeing a lot more information come out about mental health awareness issues. And one of the things that I've been hearing being talked about and seeing articles about is this imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Well, imposter syndrome, can be summed up as feelings of self-doubt. And as its name states, it's the feeling that I don't belong here. I shouldn't have XYZ accomplishment. Sooner or later, everyone's gonna figure out that I'm a fake, that I don't really belong here. That is imposter syndrome. It is insecurity on steroids and Research shows that it actually disproportionately affects highly successful people, the last people you would think would ever have it, and, and this is key, people who are from underrepresented backgrounds, minorities. So, here's a classic example of where imposter syndrome can show up for you as an African American you attend a predominantly white institution, okay? Predominantly white high school or college or whatever have you. And so you're one of the only few black faces there. And because of that dynamic, because there's not a lot of people who look like you, you feel more self-conscious about yourself. You feel like, oh, oh, everyone has something that I don't or Maybe everyone is... Smarter, or everyone has lived this privileged lifestyle and I don't have, I can't relate to that. Or whatever the case may be, you may struggle with feelings of imposter syndrome. So let me give you some backstory about when I did. I do not struggle with imposter syndrome anymore, but baby, can I tell you that I did. And it was because of what I just mentioned. It was basically my background. I grew up in a low-income neighborhood. I grew up in the housing projects on the north side of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I always felt like an imposter. I didn't feel like I fit in with the kids in my neighborhood, and I didn't. I got teased constantly for talking proper, but that's not how they said it they said oh you trying to act white and i was so confused like trying to figure out what they meant by that by acting white i guess they meant you're not hood enough you're not ghetto enough you don't fit in with the hood standards and i didn't because my mother wasn't having that <laughs> okay she's like we don't act like that here um so, I didn't fit in with those people. And then when I got to school, there were middle class kids who always had on the latest guests, Jabot. I don't know, whatever the name brand was. Yes, I dated myself when I said Jabot. <laughs> but I didn't have that. Like, I always looked really nice and presentable and clean when I went to school. But we lived in the projects my mother wasn't trying to get the latest name brand anything like we got bills to pay and higher priorities than trying to have the latest name brand stuff but i was always cute but i never felt like i quite fit in with those kids that did have those things i was very smart and very intelligent but I didn't quite fit in with those Brainiac kids either because a lot of them were upper middle class. So there was just always this feeling of not belonging and not being fully accepted and what that did to me mentally when I entered certain situations. So I had to, I think I first became aware of this probably around eighth grade was when I started actively realizing that, Hey, you know, I need to start working on this. Now we didn't have the imposter syndrome, like we didn't have a name for it, but I just knew that I was going to have to be more confident. I was going to have to do things to boost my self esteem. And it was going to be something that was my personal project that I wasn't going to have to wait. I wasn't going to wait for anybody to extend the invitation to me. Hey, Nakia, you belong here. We accept you. We like you. I couldn't wait on that because in a lot of instances, it never came. And I didn't want to be at the mercy of what other people thought or felt about me and if they think or feel something good about me, then it must be good. I couldn't, that was not it. So I began to actively work on it. I worked on it all throughout high school and it wasn't like I had a professional therapist or anything I should have in hindsight. (laughs) That would have been very helpful. Uh, But just me being who I am and always looking to grow, I knew that my way of thinking was holding me back. It was keeping me from putting myself out there as much as I should. It was causing me to sit on gifts that God had given me. And that wasn't the path forward. The path forward was to overcome that thinking. And so I did journal my feelings a lot. I did put myself out there. And when I put myself out there, y'all, When I finally started to do it, I felt imposter syndrome, like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? So if you're trying to overcome it, the best way through this thing is just that, through it. You are going to have to put yourself out there, even though you feel like you don't belong, even though you feel like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? There are so many other people that are more talented than me, that can speak better than me, that can do this, that and the third. If you're waiting for those feelings to go away and once those feelings go away, then I'm going to step out. Then I'm going to do it. You'll never do it. You'll never do it. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Now, the caveat to that is the more you do that, the easier it will get as you go along. And I'm so passionate about helping people to get to the other side of this, that that's how I ended up becoming a life coach, to be honest, and going on this journey to now being a speaker and doing different engagements like that, because I wanna help people tap into their potential. Fear is a lie from the pit of hell. Like Satan just wants us to do anything but be a threat to him. (laughs) If you're not a threat to him, he is not going to bother you. As soon as you decide to start kicking imposter syndrome to the curb and stepping out on faith and being the woman of God, the man of God that God has called you to be, expect opposition. But No, the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So back to this imposter syndrome. Like I said, a lot of things that I was going through had to do with just the environment that I was in and situations that were outside of my control. But another reason for imposter syndrome is that a lot of times it's projected onto you it's projected onto you. And let me show you what that looks like. Imposter syndrome projection looks like you enter a situation or an opportunity and you're not feeling any kind of way about it at all. In fact, you're quite excited. You've been preparing. You're like, yay, this is my opportunity. I'm about to walk in it. And then some family member, some friend, some coworker, some somebody says, ooh, are you sure you wanna do that? Ooh, it's gonna be a lot of people at that event. Are you sure you wanna do that in front of all of those people? Like, what if you mess up? Or, you know, such and such is doing that and and they've been doing that way longer than you have, or something to that effect. And yes, it's easy to just write those people off as, oh, they just hating, possibly. But in context of what we're talking about today, they could be someone who struggles with imposter syndrome. And if they are someone who is struggling with that and really wrestling with that, and it's holding them back in their own lives, when they see you stepping out, it does something to them on the inside. It makes them feel some type of way. Some, it makes them feel uneasy. It's not even necessarily that they're a bad person or anything like that. It's your confidence, your boldness tripped up their insecurity. And it's causing them to have to reflect on that in a way that they weren't quite compared to be confronted with that reality. They had been able to put on this mask and hide from the world that they are insecure or that they have imposter syndrome. It wasn't even phasing them at all. They had worn the mask for so long that they believed it until you came along and they saw you step out and walk in your purpose and it it created some kind of internal conflict. But rather than just deal with that conflict and get their journal out and go, hmm, why did I feel that way when I saw that person step out on faith? Or why did I feel that way when I saw them launch that business? Hmm, Could it be because God told me to do something similar a long time ago? and I sat on it and didn't do anything with it. You know what? Yep, that's exactly what it is. Thank you, God. I'm gonna dust off those business plans and get to it. In a perfect world, that's exactly what these people would do. They would see other people winning and they would know what's possible for them and they would overcome their imposter syndrome. But how many of you guys know we don't live in a perfect world? And so a lot of times when people see you step out and do those things that have been inside of you and not only do those things, but make it look easy. It makes them feel some type of way. They don't want to confront that imposter syndrome. They don't want to confront those feelings. So they project it onto you. Projecting is just what it sounds like. It's like, hot potato, hot potato. I don't want this. I don't want these feelings here. I'm going to throw it on to you. Don't you feel scared? Don't you feel ashamed? Don't you feel? Well, don't you think? Right? It's the hint. Satan doesn't have any real power. He doesn't. He can't create anything. He can't do squat. The main way that he gets us is through suggestion. Well, God, you know, like... He didn't say, like, I know he said don't eat of the tree, but he didn't really mean it like that way. Like, I mean, like, if you eat it, if you eat the apple Eve, you won't die. Like, suggestion. That's all he can do. So, when people are projecting onto you, they're putting suggestions of doubt. But just because they send it out there doesn't mean you have to accept it. So two things regarding this imposter syndrome one reflect, take an honest self stock of yourself because a lot of it could just be your own stinking thinking. A lot of it starts from your own stinking thinking, but then number two, if you've done an accurate self assessment and you know that you've been growing really tremendously in that area, you don't have stinking thinking problems, but this imposter syndrome, issue tends to come up, take note of who you're around and take note of how you feel when you're around those people or actually take note of how you feel immediately after the conversations that you're having with certain people. If they're constantly second guessing every decision, every major faith move that you make, those are not your people. And if you continue to hang around people who always have something to say or some kind of critique every time they see you launching out in faith, their doubt of you is going to become your self doubt. And you don't want that to happen. So if we're going to kick imposter syndrome to the curb once and for all, you're going to have to come up and elevate your circle. And you are going to have to get in the word of God. The main thing I did to really change, one of the main things I did to really change my imposter syndrome and get rid of my stinking thinking was to look at what the word of God said about me and confess that and own it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm created in the image of God. In the book of Genesis, it talks about how God created man in his own image and the creative power that God has. And so I'm created in his image. I have that same power. And so I don't have to walk into any room going, "Ooh, I hope these people like me. Ooh, I hope these people accept me. When you know who God created you to be, you know who you are, you know whose you are, you stop auditioning for acceptance and you start presenting. You present who you are and they can take it or leave it, but it doesn't make you any less. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this has encouraged you and helped you to kick imposter syndrome to the curb because guess what? You belong here. Thanks for tuning in.